Okay, everybody, let's get started. My name is Louis Yon. I'm from the church in Windsor, Ontario. I'm Willie Ritzman. I am from the church in Strasbourg Road, uh, Ontario, Canada. Today's forum is on money management. We're going to teach you how to save all your money so you can donate it to the missions. I'm sure you guys are all looking forward to that. One of the biggest challenges you're going to find in your life is how to deal with a credit card. Does anybody here have a credit card? Wow, I'm impressed. Okay, we're going to show you a video, and this video is going to explain how to deal with your credit card. You know, I don't know if anybody's in debt tonight, but if you are, I'm going to tell you right now not to worry about it, because I used to worry about it, and it doesn't help at all. I used to be in a little bit of debt, and it bothered me a lot. Now I'm in a lot of debt, it just bothers me a little. <laughs> and I know why. It's because I figured it out. I finally hit the number. And you know what's key about the number? Is that you don't even know what the number is until you hit it. And then one day you're home, you're just kind of looking through the bills, the Discover, the MasterCard, the Visa, and all of a sudden it hits you. Wow. I can never pay this off. <laughs> well, maybe if I... No, no, no. All right, let's go to Target. I'm buying a big screen. Who wants one? Come on. Follow me. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. I don't care what it is. We are living the visa loca. We are going to go out and spend like crazy. I'll tell you, that is the best feeling, just hitting that number, because you're like, woo! Whatever happens, happens. I'm like, I don't care. What are you going to do? Sue me? <laughs> Put it on the visa. <laughs> My brother was always calling me up. He's like, when are you going to take responsibility for this? I'm like, okay, I will. So I got some caller ID. Now I don't have to talk to him anymore about it. I feel <laughs> really good about that. But why be ashamed? Why be ashamed of your debt? If you have debt, be proud. It took you years to build up that deficit. <laughs> Hold on to it. Cherish it. Pass it on. That's a good idea. I say if you have debt, leave it to your kids. Give them something money can't buy. At 23%, that's a gift they're going to remember long after you're gone. Think about it. Think about it. How many times do you hear about large inheritances just ripping families apart? I say, leave them your debt, give them a little project, bring them together to work on. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I mean, I put debt in the plus column of my life. That's how serious I am about this. Because you know what? After all these years of having debt now, I got bill collectors I consider to be pretty darn good friends. <laughs> I got good friends that don't call me for months. I got a guy owed 10 grand to, checks in on me every single week. That's a good buddy. He calls me up, he's like, hello Mr. Clue, this is John from Bank One. I'm like, hey, John, sorry I missed your call last week. I'm shopping at Target. Mr. Clue, uh, we see no payment to post to your account for 17 months and we're becoming somewhat concerned. I said, John, I am glad you called because, man, I am concerned about it too. He says, well, Mr. Clue, what would you suggest then that we should do about this? I said, John, I got to tell you, I'm stumped. 
I'm broke too, so if you got some ideas, I'll work with you. He says, well, Mr. Clue, we're hoping you might want to pay just a little bit of this off. I said, John, how long have you and I known each other? I think you know that's just not going to happen. You've got to think outside the box on this one, a little John. Like, you know, whatever, how about we put it on your visa, because mine's maxed out. I like that guy. He can call anytime he wants. The other guy I don't care for. It's the other type of debt collector. It's the guy that seems to care just way too much. Hello, Mr. Clue. This is Jim from Bank One Visa. How are we doing today? I'm like, Jim, I'm fine, but gosh, it sounds like you need to go potty. <laughs> Mr. Clue, do you realize that you have a past due debt that, if not paid immediately, will have permanent and irreparable damage upon your credit rating? Are you aware of this? I'm like, Jim, I'm not only aware of it, I had a lot to do with it. Well, what then do you suggest that we should do about this? I said, Jim, I'm going to suggest what I've been doing all along. You should think about it too. Let it go. You got to forgive yourself and move on because it's not your fault. He says, Mr. Clue, do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand that your debt is not our responsibility. I said, Jim, let me tell you what I understand. I understand that like a year ago, I got a card in the mail that I never asked for in the first place. In fact, from what I know, your company gave me your seal of approval. I never asked for your approval, but you gave it to me anyway. Now I've made some impulse buys that perhaps got us in a little bit of a pickle. But it's our pickle, and I think we can work our way out. But Jim, I want you to take the right attitude about this. I want you to think about the good things that you've helped me buy over the years. Because I got crap in this house I could have never afforded without the help of your company. I told him, I said, I got a fruit dehydrator and a solo flex you should be pretty darn proud of, Jimmy. I said, you name a fruit, I'll suck the juice out of it. I'll make you a Kiwi Slim Jim that will knock your socks off. He hung up. I hope get some lights on here in a second. I need a volunteer. Who's got decent handwriting? <laughs> Come on, somebody volunteer. Come on up here. A young lady, young man. We got somebody running up here. All right. Grab a marker, stand by the board. We're going to give you an assignment here. Okay. This happens to me, I, I manage a company, and this happens to me all the time. I got employees come to me and say, hey, Mr. Yon, I need a loan. I've got some, uh, I got some debt I didn't anticipate. My car broke down. And that Louis, I need, fi I need $1,500. Like, $1, you know, it, I can pay this back. I mean, you know my, you know, you know my salary. Will, Willie is my model employee. See, how much you need? $1,500. Write that down. He needs $1,500. Okay, Willie, no problem. I went to payroll, and I looked at your payroll, and how much do you make a week? Well, 
I make $30 an hour, and I average 40 hours a week, so, you know, I make $1,200. It sounds like pretty good money. So you make $1,200. Okay, I went to payroll. Willie, you actually, over the last six months, only worked 37 hours a week, and after taxes, um, you took home $780. That's awesome. And you made... $3,380 a month over the last six months. So, um, I'll give you the $1,500. You okay with that? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I got to make sure you can pay it back. So, okay, Willie, do you have any rent payments? Well, yeah. Well. How much? uh, $1,500 a month. $1,500 a month. Okay. Do you have any car expenses? Yeah, they're about $1,500 a year, so that's $125 a month. $125 a month, and does that include insurance, gas? No, 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 no. no. Car, uh, car insurance is $250 a month. $250, and how much, how much gas do you spend? Oh, man. Actually, I, with the gas prices going up, you probably spend a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, gas is... Uh, um, I forgot to calculate that in, I think. <laughs> Tell you what, let's just put 100 there. Okay. I'm not, you can spend, probably spend more than $100 a month. Okay, Willie, do you ever eat? <laughs> just look at me. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> How much do you spend on eating out a month? Um, well, I figure about, you know, $600 a month for groceries, but, uh, but I also, you know, there's some... Entertainment, dining, dining out is probably like $300 a month. Yeah, 300 bucks for eating out, okay, cool. Anything else? $240 a month for entertainment. $240 for entertainment. What do you do for entertainment? Oh, do I got to tell you? No. Um, wait, wait, well, what? you know, you go to the odd movies, uh, and, uh, you know, there might even, well, I guess sports events might be a little bit different than that, but. Uh, Ooh, yeah, sports events, okay. You got a cell phone? Well, how can you be without one of those? Uh, how much a month is your cell phone bill? Oh, let me see. Well, it's it's about a about a hundred dollars a month. Hundred bucks a month. Okay, that's good. Um, this is the big one. How much a month do you give away to donations and missions? Well, you know, missions about eighty dollars a month. Good for you. That's excellent. And how about church donations? Well, yeah, sometimes there isn't that much left. Okay, it. you know, he'll do that next year. How about clothing? You ever buy some clothes? Well, yeah, you know, I've got to look decent. But uh, How much a month? What do you uh, about 160 a month. 160 a month of clothing. Okay. Um, I'm just looking. I've got to put a list here. I've got to have vacation. Vacation, oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, Eastern that, camp. What's that? Eastern camp. That's vacation. Well, that's part of it. It's, uh, uh, but yeah, it's about 166 a month because I figure about 2000 in a year. So, so 166 to, a month for yeah. vacation. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So am I missing anything else that you spend money on that I don't know about? Sports equipment. Oh, sports equipment. Yeah, you, you're, a, you're a tennis player, whatever you are. <sighs> yeah. you, look like a, you look like a pole vaulter to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, but that's, it, it really, it's not 
that high, I'm saying about 200 a year, so $16 a month. $16 a month. But there's gifts. I need gifts for people. Oh, yeah, you buy me a gift, don't you? It's, uh, well, it, it works out to about $50 a month, $50 you know, a between month gifts. weddings I attend Perfect. and different Excellent. things. Anything else? Yeah, medicine, medical stuff. Oh, how much you spend for that? Well, it's probably about $50 a month. 50 bucks a month for medicine. Okay. Oh, I need my cable. Oh, cable TV. That's like, uh, well, you, you know, you gotta have $200 a month. It's a big bill. 200 bucks a month. Good for you. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Uh, yeah, there's miscellaneous stuff, you know, but I, I, I have calculated out that it, it my, my expenses totals to about $4,295 a month. Oh, write that down. That's a big one. Four, how much you want it again? $4,295 a month. Okay. Can you do me a favor? Can you subtract 4295 minus 3380 This is a math class here. Where's my phone? I calculate. <laughs> oh, thank you. So I'm going to give you a $1,500 loan, and you're actually... $915 in debt each month right now. So what, what, how do you plan to... Well, yeah. I can work some overtime. Okay. Let's say you work a bit of overtime. Hmm. Okay, I did some calculations for you. A time and a half, if you worked overtime, you worked 45 hours a week, you would make $969 a week. And you would make $4,195. So write that down. $4,195. That's if you actually do work the overtime. I'll trust you will. So um, I'd say we're still $100 shy, wouldn't you? $4,295. So even with working 45 hours a week, getting overtime pay, you're still $100 shy. So how are you going to pay me the $1,500 back? It'll work out. It'll work out. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Um, we're good. Thanks a lot. I just wanted to do this little example here because, believe it or not, this is very common to a lot of employees that uh, I manage where they make good money. This particular person, Willie, is making, if he did work overtime, he's making $3,380 a month gets paid $30 an hour, he's actually making pretty good money. If he works 45 hours a week and, and makes um, some overtime money, he still makes $4,195. And I will say that all these costs here, they're real. This is not, uh, in fact, if anything, I would say he's probably a little bit low. So it's just amazing that the money coming in and the money going out up here is a little bit upside down. So what would Willie have to do? Work harder. <laughs> what's that? Oh, don't budget. use that word. What's, what's the word budget mean? Excellent. So I'll repeat that. He's being frugal with your money, watching where you spend your money, and looking, comparing what you make as an income to what you spend. Let me just change this slide. So in other words, your income must exceed your spending. 
So, go ahead. <laughs> what, what we're trying to show here is that we all make money, and you guys are all teens now. You don't, some of you ha might have part-time jobs, but eventually you'll be in a position where you have full-time jobs. You'll have all these different expenses. Eventually, believe it or not, you're going to have to move out of your parents' house. And you're going to have cars, and you're going to have vacations, and you're going to be expected to make donations. And so A is your income, B is how much you spend and where you spend it, and C is the total of the money going out. So what happens when C is greater than A? It's a problem, just like on the video. And the mentality in our culture is that it's okay to have debt. But the reality is, it's not. I mean, there are some things we get to in life. We need a house and different things. There's, we are going to need some debt. But it takes a long time to dig out of a hole. Once you are, have any form of debt, when, when your income is not exceeding your expenses, it is very difficult to turn that the other way around. You need to plan to make sure you're on the right side of the equation. In, in our, our example here, Willie needs $1,500. He might need it for a car repair or some emergency thing in his life. I might, maybe his fridge broke or whatever. But guess what? Those emergencies, those car repairs, that happens all the time. So we're going to just look at, somebody said that he's, this young gentleman mentioned the word budget and where you spend your money and being frugal. We're just going to look at different ways where you spend your money and how you spend your money. Um, for those who know me, I love going out to eat. That's my thing. I, I like going to nice restaurants. I love food. You can tell I love food. Um, who likes Starbucks? Every, everybody's got their hand up. Um, I love going to Starbucks just because I like their coffee. But I will tell you this, I'm amazed when I walk in Starbucks and I'm behind some young person in line and they, they say, okay, I'll have a, a macchiato or, listen, I just order coffee. So the fancy drinks, I don't even know the names. I'll just use the word macchiato. And then I'll grab one of those biscuits and I'll have that sandwich and that yogurt parfait. Oh, and how about that bag of chips? Yeah, I need a bottle of water when I'm done. And next thing you know, I watch their bill and it's $22. And I'm looking at I'm like, whoa. 22 bucks. That's a lot of money. And if I was a wealthy multimillionaire, 22 bucks is not, not a problem. But for the average person to walk into Starbucks and spend $22 on a macchiato and a few things, I'll tell you, I see it all the time. It's not uncommon. And I'll also tell you that it's very expensive. Just out of curiosity, shout it out here. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? Subway, Chick-fil-A, Hardee's. Okay, I, for the record, mine's Subway, but I got, what, what's, what's the average price, when you guys go to your fast food place, what's the, average, what's the average cost when you walk out of there? What's it cost you? Eight bucks. Whoever said that's right. So the average fast food place in, in uh, Ontario is eight dollars. I watch guys at my work. I'll just give you an example. I pack a sandwich every day. I go down the fridge, I grab ham, turkey, tuna, whatever. 
I grab a few potato chips, an apple, a pop, and I pocket my lunch every day. And I, I watch guys who work for me, and they spend eight, eight, ten bucks just in the morning, and then another eight, ten bucks in the afternoon. And I'm watching these guys. I'm like, that's sixteen dollars. My lunch, I bought it myself, cost me a whopping. What do you think? What's that? No. Uh, no, more than that. It probably cost me a buck, or maybe two bucks at the most. Um, the average cost to go to Chipotle's is fourteen dollars. The average cost to go to Applebee's is $16. Fine dining. Whoever goes out for fine dining, but probably your parents go for fine dining, so we won't use that example. Kyle says he likes fine Kyle, how much do you spend in fine dining? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. So average fine dining experience is $70 to $90. Okay. Who knows what a pound of apples costs these days? Your, your parents do your grocery shopping for you, don't they? My wife does. How much does a pound of apples cost these days in the grocery store? Average. Uh, who said about $3? Okay, you're pretty correct. Usually between 2 and $3 for a pound of apples. Uh, actually, it's about both. Whether you're going to Canadians, the same thing. So, who, know, who knows what a flip app is? Anybody know the app called Flip? You can get it on your phone. Oh, Kyle knows. Kyle should be doing this. He's got all the answers. Okay. Maybe, maybe you guys got a different one in the States. I, I thought Flip was uh, North American. Flip, I'm from Canada, and the Flip app is it's an app where you can type in anything, and it tells you where the, all, the, all the sales are. So for groceries, for bicycles, for uh, eating out. So I'm just suggesting you guys get comfortable. Is there an app in the, in the States that's the same thing, where it tells you everything's, where the, all the sales are? What's that? Yeah. So it shows you all the cheapest stuff is? Okay, those, those, are great, those are great things to use. So what I'm trying to say is, last thing I want to just share with you is every morning, just, I'm, just giving the, I'm just going to give you guys some great examples. Number one, that eating out, I love it, but realize that it costs a lot of money. So instead of $8 in the, uh, for lunch, I'm spending $2, bringing my own lunch. Number two, in our neighborhood, right before my office, there's a Tim Hortons. In Canada, of course, Tim Hortons is all the rage. And it's just like a Starbucks. Everybody probably knows what Tim Hortons is. Coffee at Starbucks right now in the morning on the way to work is $2.50. Uh, Tim Hortons, I think, is $2. I make my coffee on the way to work. I got a thermal mug. Cost me probably 15 cents. See, all these little things. But you know what? $2 a day adds up, or $2.50 a day. The, 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 this is huge. So what we're saying is, you obviously, if you like Subway, you like Chick-fil-A, you like Applebee's, we're not saying don't go there. We're just saying be aware that they're costly. Starbucks, I'm not saying don't go there because I go there quite a bit, probably more than I should. Excellent coffee, but guess what? It costs money. So the next, uh, the next category there is clothing. Um, and some of these things may not be relative to you guys right now, you're going to be there shortly. And if you're not paying for some of these things, your parents currently are, which will eventually be you. But, you know, clothing, I didn't care about buying clothing until, well, until I got engaged. We got girls here. Girls, do you guys care about buying clothing? <laughs> Come on, the parents buy it, don't they? No. But, you know, when buying clothing, there's a lot of things you, you can do is, you know, look for... 
look for sales rather than paying full price. You know, there, it's amazing how many different stores there are that carry almost the same product, if not the same, for a completely different price. You know, um, you can shop at consignment and, and, and thrift shops. It's amazing how many times there are clothes that have been maybe worn once, uh, maybe never, because they're just from, uh, you know, overproductions. Um, you can sell clothing that you don't want anymore. Um, and, uh, and you can recapture some of the costs uh, that way. Again, things that a lot of people don't think of because they have enough income to offset that, those expenses, but don't be afraid of going to these points in order to make sure that your income stays above your expenses. Okay, who owns a car here? You guys are teenagers. I don't, anybody own a car here? Oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. Okay, awesome. Uh, when I was your age, I was a car guy too. And I'll just give you some examples just quickly. Uh, last year, or in 2019, pre-COVID, it cost me $47 to drive the camp for gas. Uh, this time, it cost me $90, so gas doubled. Okay, when you think about a car, I'm a car guy. I like nice cars. I always have. I was a bit of a sports car guy. But the reality is this. When you buy a car, you've got to look at things. What are the costs of repairs? What are the, what's the gas mileage? Do you really need that fast motor? Maybe you need one. Get, right now, it's all electric cars that are coming out, so it's a little bit cheaper. Uh, what's the cost of insurance? Do you guys realize that some cars, the insurance is double the cost of other cars? Also, when it comes to cars, a lot of people put up their hands, but you know what? Um, sometimes, do you really need a car? Can you take public transportation? Can you split a car with your siblings? Your, or can you bum rides? Even when you own a car, maybe it's a good thing to start combining trips. Don't make too many trips. Hook up with friends. Share the cost of gas together. There's all kinds of great ways you can save money, save money with cars. Well, you know, transportation. Um, once, once I retired, I, uh, we got rid of the one car and I got my motorcycle. I tell you, that's the way to go. Cheap on gas. Now, don't all go out and buy motorcycles at this age. I had one when I was younger. I was crazy back then. But, you know, the next uh, category is utilities. You know, how many of you, when you leave the room that you're in, turn the lights off automatically? That's awesome. Where'd that come from? Your parents say, turn the lights off. <laughs> but where it really changes is when you start paying for those bills. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different things with utilities and uh, um, of expenses that really add up to a lot of money. It's not just electricity, but there's, you know, television, uh, you know, telephone, uh, cable, you know, internet uh, things. But when you're, when you're looking at these things, look for bundles. Don't buy them individually. It, it's, um, um, I can tell you, I have, I have a home phone line. I mean, Who's got a home phone line these days? I mean, the, yeah, there is a few, but it, it's, I mean, I do everything with my cell phone. My wife has a cell phone. I've got uh, the cell phone. But when I get the, the bundle of my TV and the internet, if I include the home phone line, 
The package is cheaper than if I buy it without the phone, home phone line. But I don't have a phone hooked up. So look at these kind of things because just because you don't need it, look at the bundles that they have. It makes a big difference. Um, you know, if buying appliances, look for like Energy Star appliances. It, anything that runs on a consistent basis adds up to, uh, to a lot of money. Um, just turn off anything that's not in use. You know, have a smart thermom, uh, thermostat type of thing or something. But there's a lot of things with utilities that you can do that make a big difference. Utilities add up to a lot in a month. Entertainment. Who saw the new movie Maverick? I, uh, about one quarter of you saw Maverick. I saw the original Top Gun because of my age. Uh, what did you guys think of the movie Maverick? What's that? Five out of ten. How come? Don't pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Just out of curiosity, how much did you pay to get in to see Maverick? No, you didn't pay zero. How much? Are you serious? 22 bucks? Wow. You know what? I went on, uh, in Windsor, they have cheap night. They used to call it, listen to this. I'm showing my age here, but on Tuesday nights, the cheap night for movies, and they used to be called 250 Tuesday because the movie was $2.50. So now Tuesday in Windsor is still the cheap night, but it's $10.50. But 22 boxes, that, that's the average cost, though, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, entertainment. It's amazing how much you can spend in entertainment. I know a lot of p- friends of mine, their entertainment is going to see uh, a movie once a week. Well, guess what? That's, that's 22 bucks. And um, you guys know this. I'm not going to tell you that. How much is popcorn at the movie in, in a pop? Like, add another 22 bucks. I mean, it's expensive. So what we're saying is, you know what? Um, You've got to watch these things. Movies and entertainment can be very expensive. Who has Netflix? How much is Netflix a month? Your mom pays for it. So there's Netflix, there's Spotify. Who's got Spotify? Premium. Everybody's got Spotify Premium. You know what? These are all amazing. Netflix is cool. Apple TV is cool. Spotify Premium is cool. But guess what? If you add these things up, next thing you know, you're starting to accumulate a lot of monthly costs. And you love the services, you love Netflix, you love Spotify. But guess what? There's a lot of free apps out there. My wife has Spotify Premium. I'm too cheap. I just have Spotify for free. And um, it, it, I was just saying for, for entertainment, there's a lot of other ways that you can entertain yourself without going to a movie. Without, or either that or go Netflix, watch movies together. It's cheaper. Get free movies that are downloadable online. Go for walks, go for hiking. There's a lot of other ways that you can entertain. And I'm not saying never go to a movie, but maybe instead of going once a month, you go once every three months. Or maybe instead of having Spotify, you take a free app, just to cut your expenses down. So the next uh, heading there is hobbies. Well, so first, it's good to have things that you enjoy to do. You know, but focus, try to focus on hobbies that don't cost money or cost very little money. Um, It can really add up to a lot if you don't kind of plan ahead. You know, I, I would have, I would start, I would start these hobbies and, uh, and my wife would sometimes get frustrated with me a little bit because um, every hobby I started, well, I would turn it into a business and then, and then she'd say, 
well, aren't hobbies supposed to cost money? It's not supposed to be about making money all the time. But that's how my brain always worked. But, and most people are not that way. But just keep things, to look for things that you can do. A lot of things that you enjoy that do not cost money. Sports. Who, uh, who's engaged in any kind of sport? I would say almost every put up. Do any of you guys go to watch a major league sport, whether it be baseball, football, hockey? Okay. I'm going to read you the average cost of a major league sports ticket. Now, these are just the average cost. They can be a lot more. So, NHL hockey average tickets, $82. NBA, $151. Major league baseball, $63. And NFL is $153. Um, I love seeing a hockey game. Once in a while, we have the Detroit Red Wings near our house. So once in a while, I'll go there. I'll do things like go on StubHub three hours before the game. And Why it's would amazing. you watch those guys? What's that? Why would you watch them? Yeah, well, I would watch them. <laughs> Actually, it's amazing. Some, just little tips. On StubHub, you can get tickets for half price. Some, not always, but a half hour before the game. Or not half hour. Three hours before the game. It's amazing the deals you can get. But when it comes to sports equipment... Um, I'm not sure what sports you play, but you guys all know this. Sometimes sports equipment can be really expensive, even tennis balls, tennis rackets, even soccer cleats and all this stuff. Uh, up our way, we have a couple sports co- stores called Play It Against Sports. What it is, a lot of times you can buy sports equipment that's barely used, like, almost like brand new, for a fraction of the cost. And, I mean, the obvious thing is everybody's the same. You go and look for sales of whatever sport you're playing, but... It's amazing how much you can spend on sports equipment and sports if you're not careful. You don't always have to have the... I always tell you this. A lot of guys, they want the best when they have tennis rackets or golf clubs or whatever they're playing. And the reality is that tennis racket that's three years old but is still brand new, three years ago, that was the best. So the best is relative. And there's a lot of money to be saved by just saying, okay... I don't have to have the best of the best of the best. I can have that three-year-old racket that was amazing three years ago. And the reality is, most of us, it's not going to make that much of a difference anyways. Okay, shelter and where you live. Some of you may be living on your own already. Some of you are still living at home. But the time is going to come where you're going to be looking for a place to live. <coughs> you know, even if you're looking at for buying a house, first house does not to need to be the size that your parents currently live in. Um, you know, be prepared to live in an apartment. When I first got married, I tell you, I, I, I could write a book on the things you don't do. I mean, I grew up on a farm so and used to farm, so, you know, I got married and I'm like, I got to live on a farm. I rented a farm uh, and, or a farmhouse, and it's expensive. Um, in hindsight... I would have probably, you know, I ended up buying a, a smaller house afterwards once I came to the realization, but I could have been three to five years ahead by simply being okay to be in an apartment for a while until I could save up enough uh, for things. Um, but just consider a lot of things. It's about living within your means. It's, um, you know, even once... Once I retired, I realized, you know, I didn't need this big house anymore. So I sold things and completely downsized. Uh, of course, 
then I had enough money, so then I got a condo in Florida too, but these are also investments at the same time. But be, be real about the size of a place that you need. If all you need is a one-bedroom apartment, don't get a two-bedroom apartment. You don't need it. Live within your means. Okay, travel. Most, at your age, most of the travel, I would guess, is done with your parents, but eventually you'll be traveling independently. Maybe some of you are already, but just keep a couple things in mind. Travel is basically, it's with your disposable income. You don't have to travel, okay? Um, Self-discipline. If you can't afford it, don't go. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to go with their friends, go to see, go to see wherever they want to see. But the reality is, if you can't afford it, don't go. Uh, if you do travel, do you really need all those souvenirs? Take pictures. Have your pictures on your phone be your souvenirs. Um, picnic out instead of eating out. A lot of times when I traveled when I was younger, we went to grocery stores. We bought lunch meat and sandwich material and we just made picnics instead of um, going out to eat. If you do go out to eat, lunch at any restaurant is always the best value rather than dinner. Just keep that in mind. So maybe you can go out for lunch and for dinner you do a picnic, okay? Uh, use public transportation when you're in big cities. It's a, when I go to a lot of big cities, New York, I've been to Paris, I've been to a lot of big cities, and I always use public transportation. A lot of times I'll fly in, I don't even rent a car, and I'll take the trains, the buses, and all the public transportation. Um, look for museums and galleries or whatever you want to see when you're traveling. A lot of that stuff is free. A lot of the stuff can be very expensive. But look for the free ones. You go to the tourist attraction places, and they'll tell you where all the free ones are. Um, famous theaters and events sometimes have um, last-minute tickets or standing room tickets for a fraction of the price of the, the actual tickets. So in other words, let's say you're in a city and you want to go see whatever, an orchestra or the play Mamma Mia or something. A lot of times you can get a ticket... It's a standing room only ticket, but for like a fraction of the actual cost of the ticket. Uh, last thing is, talk to local people when you travel. A lot of the local people, they can tell you where the deals are. And last but not least, I know this is big for Canadians, U.S. not so much, but use local Wi-Fi rather than ringing up your data plan. Our data plans in Canada are expensive. So miscellaneous stuff, we're, I mean, time's running away. I'm not going to get into a lot of things, but just keep in mind, things like paying bills and stuff like that, do it online. There's no cost to it. I mean, many of us don't even use snail mail anymore and things like that. No need to pay for a stamp kind of thing. It's uh, no need to drive somewhere to pay for things. Almost everything can be done online. It doesn't cost you anything. Last and probably the most important thing you can do is your donations. How do we expect to receive God's blessings if we don't follow his commandments? And his commandments definitely are that we should help out other people in life. So when it comes to donations for missions, your local church, maybe some local charities that you will be interested in, maybe you're not interested in right now, but these missions that you think are cool or you think they need support, it's important to take some money aside every single week and set it aside and say, this is my church donation or this is my mission money. And Without that, a lot of people take the, advantage, take the thing is, I'm going to spend my money on all these things here, and if there's some left over, I'll give that to the church. I'll give that to the mission. I think what you should do is, at the very beginning, 
before you even consider your rent or in your uh, age right now, you're not doing rent, but a lot of things you are doing where you have fixed expenses, you should right away, as part of your fixed expenses, like your cell phone bill, your Spotify, and all that other stuff, you should have a donation amount set up aside every week or every month to say, hey, I'm going to put $50 or $100 or whatever it is a month away to make sure that I'm able to support the church and missions. So, Louis, if I, if I get an allowance from my parents, you know, some might still get that. So does that mean now I can approach my parents and say, I need another 10% because I need it for donations. Uh, Good luck with that. Yeah. I won't embarrass you. Who gets an allowance? I will embarrass you. Does anybody get an allowance? You guys are lucky. I never got an allowance. My, my mom and dad just... Uh, so this, this year, before you get going, Louis, more on this, with this tips of dealing with your financing. In, in Canada, we have this bank called Scotiabank. And those of you that are Canadian probably have heard of it. They have a slogan, you're richer than you think. And in most cases, that really is the case, if you really are honest with yourself. But you need to realize at the same time, as soon as you create any form of debt, like a credit card debt of any sort, it takes a long time to dig out of it. I took a look at one visa statement that I had. I pay off my visas on time, but it, it was only a balance of $406, but all of the visa statements have this line at the back tells you how long it takes you to pay it off if you only pay the minimum off. So $406 takes Four years and two months to pay off. $406. It's not that much money, but it takes a long time when you are in the hole. So first thing you do is, like Willie said, if you have any credit cards, you need to pay them off every single month. Don't be afraid to trim expenses. We talked a lot about that. Going out, food, entertainment, a lot of it's self-discipline. And yes, you know what? If you had your choice, you'd like to go out to eat. It's convenient, and maybe it's fun, all your friends are going, but sometimes you need to do different things. Um, we're we're going to show another slide about the risks of credit cards, and um, this is a big one here. Be content with, with what you can afford and quit the comparisons. I will say this. A lot of time, especially with sports equipment and clothing, everybody wants to have the, the Nike Air Jordan shoes. Is that the cool shoe now anymore? I don't even know. Okay, it is. So everybody wants to have the Nike Air Jordan shoes. Everybody wants to have the uh, Lacoste shirts and all the real expensive stuff. But guess what? Sometimes, if you can afford it, it's wonderful. But a lot of times, it, you really can't afford it. It's expensive. And don't worry about the cons comparisons. Be content with buying a running shoe that's maybe last year's model and you got it for 25 bucks as compared to an Air Jordan that you paid $175 for. And even, you guys know this, even with clothing too, sometimes everybody wants to have the latest and greatest and sports equipment too. I golf a little bit and, and every year they come up with new golf clubs and new drivers and I've never bought, I never buy nothing new. All my, all my sports equipment is all either used or it's two or three years old models. In other words, it'll be, it, was, it was new or it was the latest model three years ago and it's in the sale bin for like one quarter of the, of the price. You need to set goals. 
like I say, you, you need to say that, hey, um, I got a goal of saving so much in case of uh, emergencies. I got a goal of putting so much uh, away for donations, so much for gifts. Uh, a lot of t I'm not sure how your parents deal with your education, but a lot of times you need to pay or at least partially contribute towards your university education. Okay. Um, the, we're going to show you a few examples here. What is the cost of a credit card? Okay, a $2,000 credit card balance, paying a monthly minimum of $35. Uh, time to pay it is 10 years. So in other words, if you have a credit card balance, you bought a bunch of stuff and it came up to $2,000, and you say, geez, I'm kind of broke, I don't have the money right now, I'll pay the minimum. It'll take you 10 years to pay out $2,000. You'll pay $2,574 in interest, and so you'll actually pay $4,200, I mean, forty four. Sorry, I'm tongue-tied here. Oh, you know what? We got a spelling error up there, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> Why does it make? It'll take you $4,200 to pay a $2,000 credit card bill, and it'll take you 10 years. It just shows you because the average interest in a credit card is 18%. Okay, um, what is the cost of using in the credit card? If you pay $100 monthly, it'll still take you two years to pay it off and you'll pay $395 in interest. So let's just say you rang up $2,000 and you say, you know what, I can pay that off $100 a month. It's still gonna take you two years to pay it off and it'll take almost $400 in interest. That's what you'll pay. How about a car loan? Oh, this is one more, this, this is another example. If you pay $200 a month, it'll take you 11 months to pay it off and you'll pay $183 in interest. Okay, what's the cost of a car? If you take a $15,000 loan on a car and you pay 5% interest over five years, that car, and you, it's going to cost you $65 a week to pay for it or $283 a month. The total cost will be, this is if you save $10,000, sorry, I should have started. If you save $10,000 and bought a $25,000 car and you took a $15,000 loan, it's going to take you five years to pay it off and you're going to pay another $2,000 almost in interest. Okay, so it makes a difference how much money you're going to spend in the car, how much the loan amount's going to be. So what if the cost is zero down? So you bought that $25,000 car, and you had to take a loan out for the full amount. You'd pay $471 a month, and you will have paid another $3,300, and you'll have paid $28,300 for that car over five years instead of $25,000 if you had saved up the money and paid cash for it. Okay, so some of these numbers, all of these numbers, they're real, but they're boring. Let's go back to the Bible. Luke 16 says in verse 10 to 12, Whoever can be trusted with a little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little and will also be dishonest with much. So if you don't if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you your own, uh, 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 of your own? Sorry. Um, you know, this, this is absolutely true. If you don't put God first in your life, in other words, if you don't put 
the giving first in your life, you will not be entrusted with further responsibilities, um, further, um, further wealth. The more that you make, there, there, God ha- ex- has an expectation out of you to handle it properly. Um, you know, in, uh, in, in my life, things started in very simple, small ways of helping some families that needed a little bit of help, or I stayed at somebody's place that I knew that they really couldn't afford much, and, and I leave a little bit behind. And there's multiple people. They don't know who, who left it because you're not looking for the recognition. But God puts different things into your life at different steps, and these things get bigger and bigger, and the responsibility becomes bigger, but the blessings become bigger as well. Um, you know, I never dreamed, my dream was always I would retire at the age of 55, I'd retire young. Well, I ended up retiring at the age of 45, um, and God has looked after every little step of the way and provided in every which way, but it requires faithfulness. Everything, you ha- everything that you have is the Lord's. Always keep that in mind. Yeah. You may work overtime. You may get an inheritance from your parents or some rich uncle or whatever. Keep in mind that what, everything you have is, is the Lord's. It's, what, I, what, I, what I want to do is also impress on you that in this case we used Willie needed $1,500 because, what was it, your car broke or doesn't, yep. ma- doesn't matter. Car repairs. We're gonna in life. You're always gonna have that situation where you're gonna need some money because an emergency came up. Whether it's a health emergency, your car broke, or something happened, or even as you didn't anticipate that someone would ask you to be part of their wedding. Now you got all these wedding expenses. There's always these emergency things that you need money for. Take the example of Joseph. When Joseph worked for Potiphar, what he did is he saved up all the grain and all the, the money, and they saved up for, because why did Joseph do all his savings? Anybody know? Come on, you guys don't remember Joseph? A famine came for six years, okay? So there was an emergency. So Joseph, even though they were doing very well in the Bible when he was working for Potiphar, the kingdom was doing well, the stuff he was in charge of was doing amazingly well. So he had, he had a lot of wealth. He had a lot of grain for food. He had a lot of cattle, all of the above. And Joseph made sure that they put a whole bunch aside in case there was a famine. And guess what? There was a six-year famine. And that's when Joseph's brothers came back to Joseph and said, because they, they came to um, Egypt where he was, and they were looking for grain, and they were looking for food because there was a famine. So had Joseph's brothers put away that rainy day fund, they wouldn't have had to go look in Egypt and go see Joseph. And of course, we know the rest of the story, how it unfolds with Joseph is reunited with his brothers. But the whole thing about it is showing Joseph, he was the original first economist. He had the foresight to say, I'm earning money. I need to put money away in case there's an emergency. Click forward. We have three minutes. I'll tell you what. No, the next slide. Just put the next slide. Uh, it's not working. Oh, okay. Oh, hold oh, on. There I, it is. I lied to you. 
Uh, follow the example of Joseph. Yep. Sorry, Willie. That's okay. How is it Joseph's example? Okay. Sorry, Willie. So, it's all, all good. So, I mean, the importance of what Louis talked about, the importance of putting uh, things aside for a rainy day and things is, is absolutely important. Um, you know, if, if I didn't do that in my life, my wife became very ill. It's actually the reason that I ended up retiring at a, a younger age. Um, but if I didn't put things away, I couldn't have been able to do that. And, and I wouldn't have been able to deal with the health costs that were uh, related as well. But when we are faithful... God provides, but we need to do our part as well. Um, you know, in the next while, we're probably going to be running into a recession. And, you know, who are the first people that end up getting affected by that? It's probably a little bit beyond your age group, You'll be, it's, but it's the first people that are in the workforce because they don't have the experience. Um, you need to be... You need to be ready. The bottom line at the end of this whole forum is this. It's not how much money you make. It's how much money you spend. So if you make, in Willie's case, you make $3,380 a month, spending $4,295 a month does not work. So you need to be aware of what your expenses are. We're just we, Today we just gave you tips on how to trim your expenses. So... Number one, pay off your debt. We looked at some credit card uh, examples. The average credit card right now is the interest rate is 18.3%. Number two, don't be afraid to trim your expenses. Sometimes it's self-discipline. You might have to say, you know, I, I'd like to go see Maverick with you guys tonight, but I don't have the money. And sometimes you actually do have the money, but maybe you better save the money uh, for other things that you know are expenses that are coming up. Last two things to repeat myself is be content with what, you, with what you have. Don't worry about the comparisons. Some of your friends might be in a position where their parents or them, they can afford those. I always use the Air Jordan running shoes because I just think it's insane how much they cost. So I use that as a great example. Don't, don't compare with others. And last thing is have goals. A lot of times you should write down on a piece of paper. I use paper. Write down on your tablets or whatever, set goals. I want to give so much a month to donations. I want to travel to Europe this summer, and that's going to cost me $2,000. So my goal is i got to save up $2,000. I want to go to this university. I want to go see my friends here. I want to go to the, the Chicago Cubs baseball game. It's going to cost me 75 bucks. i got to start saving now. So... It's really important to be aware of your expenses. That's the bottom line. Because if you're not aware of your expenses, you're going to end up like Willie in this example where he wasn't really aware of how much he was spending and he wasn't really aware of how much he was making. And when we wrote it all down, it's like, wow, I thought I was making good money. In fact, he was making good money. The problem is he's spending more money than he's making. I'll give you an example of a friend of mine his father was, uh, a lot of your grandparents were immigrants to uh, North America, and my friend's father was an immigrant, just like a lot of our grandparents, and he never made more than $13 an hour his whole life. 
and this was years ago, so that would be like today, never making more than $8 an hour. And he had a house paid for, a newer car paid for, and he always had money in his pocket. The only reason he could afford that is because he never spent more than he made, and he was very aware of his expenses. Um, I hope you guys walk away with a little bit of sense of what you should be careful in doing with your money. Is there any questions by anybody? Yes. Sorry, speak louder. Um, I th- was it in Lehman? Yeah. I thought it was Lehman. Yeah. Save your money and go to Lehman. Okay, I'm just kidding. Next. Pardon? I do, yes. Don't do it. I used to. I don't anymore. You know what? Thank you for that question. The question was, do you do stocks and investing? And I'll answer to all of you. I'll confess to you guys. Last year, I invested in some stocks, and I made a ton of money. Okay? And, no, I wouldn't clap. This... This year, that wasn't the end of the story. This year, I lost more than I made last year. So, my suggestion for you with stocks is leave it to the professionals, and I'd pick something else to invest in. So, good question. By the way, that's a great question because you know what? A lot of money can be made quickly in stocks, and I would tell you just by my life experience, I've seen more money. More money lost in stocks than made money. Okay. Let's take any, one, any other questions? Take one more question, if there is. Yes. Start what? I, I didn't hear you, sorry. How would you start budgeting? Great question. The first thing you do, realistically, is make it simple. The, a budget doesn't have to be, I use the word budget, but a budget doesn't have to be this amazing thing. Just take a piece of paper, and I do this all the time with guys I work with, and do this. Just list anything and everything that you spend money on. I don't care if it's going down to the store and buying a chocolate bar, whatever. And list the frequency and how much a month or, or how much a week you do it. And then just look at say, okay, the reality is I got this job. I work wherever and I make so much money. And add up all those things that you spend money on. And be realistic about it, okay? And then you'll look at it. And if the numbers are backwards, in other words, the expenses are more than you actually make, then the first thing you do is you go back and look at your list and say, okay, where can I kind of, what, which expenses can I either reduce or get rid of? And a lot of the times it's like, okay, one less trip to Starbucks, one less trip to McDonald's, one less movie, one, uh, my sports shoes or whatever. I'm always using that example because it's so expensive. Okay, so yeah, just make a list. It doesn't. I mean, you can use spreadsheets. You can do all kinds of. You go online. There's a. There's a lot of budget but tools. But it's a. It's, it's just a list. Is all it is. You can handwrite it or whatever you want to do on your computer. But it's so important. What you want to do is you want to have awareness of your money. That's the big thing. And that's the difficult thing because a lot of times you try to do something for over a month, you don't really remember where it all went because it's all those little costs. It, one of the ways you can do that is just keep a receipt for everything for a month or two of everything that you spend. Just put it in a box. Don't calculate. Add it up later, and you'd be surprised at what categories you're finding yourself spending money. And you may not want to do it every month. It just that's that, all the time we got. Okay. Just that it's so important just to be, be aware of how much you spend. Okay. You guys got to get the teen choir. <laughs>